Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Mind, Body, Spirit, You on Blog Talk Radio. Mind, Body, Spirit, You is a collaboration between five inspirational and unique women who have joined together with the intent to assist you in making your life the very best it can be. You can find us at www.mindbodyspiritu.com. There are many live shows and podcasts offered each month, and all are available in the free archives under the Mind, Body, Spirit, You tab at Blog Talk Radio. Our shows cover a variety of topics, healing, spirituality, health and wellness, metaphysical concepts, and scientific discoveries. Many of our shows allow time for you to call in and ask for assistance on your journey of transformation and discovery. We are all aware of the quickly changing perspectives about our minds, our bodies, our spirits, and our world. And that is exactly what we are here to discuss. So please, join us in the spiral of life and together we will learn, grow, and transform. Here's the show. Okay, welcome everybody to Mind, Body, Spirit, You. This is our monthly channel, and I am your host, Leah Fortner. Actually, Reverend Leah Fortner, let me correct myself. I'm just not used to saying it, but I am excited to be that. And I am joined with two of my favorite ladies this evening. The lovely Dodie has joined us again tonight, a fantastic healer who will momentarily guide us through our meditation to anchor us into our space. And, of course, the wonderful Laura Morante, who will be channeling for us this evening and offering words of wisdom directly from spirit, spontaneously, no less, so we like you don't know what's about to come through, which is part of the thrill for me. So, hello, ladies. Hi, Leah. Hey, Leah. Congratulations. Congrats. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. It's wonderful to be here with both of you tonight, as always. And we actually move into this evening for our channel um, on a new moon, which is a really exciting energy to boost the experience And I just wanted to note, uh, Laura, one of your friends from Facebook, our lovely social media outlets, uh, noted that she was excited to do the channel on the new moon and that it was time to grow again, which I thought was very (laughs) cute. I saw that quote, here we grow again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So um, I just wanted to give a shout out to her for that because uh, I totally agree with that vibration. The new moon definitely adds a wonderful boost to the experience for the evening and uh, it happens to be a cancer new moon tonight so of course last night I paid for a babysitter to watch my children and I locked myself in my bedroom (laughs) which was very cancer of me because uh, the cancer zodiac sign happens to be a homebody Uh, it relates to emotions and instinctual behavior and different things along those lines and, and really enjoys the time of reflection and just taking a step back and tending to your home or to yourself or whatever it may be. And the new moon as well, depending or not depending on where it lands, will always offer a time for planting new seeds, setting new goals, and opening yourself up to the future cycles moving in with the new moon. Nature reflects it, as do we. So for all of you out there listening tonight, it is a wonderful evening not only to tune in and listen to this channel, but to Take a calm moment and set some goals for yourself moving into this new cycle of the moon. So I am very happy to be here uh, on this evening to see what all comes through for us tonight. I am also going to let everybody know that we have decided to add another show uh, mid-month. Laura and I decided that since our monthly broadcast tends to be a lot of information and very powerful that... um, it sometimes will take the entire hour that we have of just channeling. And although we'd love to have calls from everybody as we do this, there's just so much information come out 
in this period of time. So what we've decided to do was offer a show dedicated to your calls, something a little more focused on you and connecting to all of our listeners. So we're going to premiere this first show and give it a try and see how we can connect with all of you and throw it to the wind and see where it goes and reach out to you and chat and connect and see what happens. And that we're going to do on July 16th, and that will be at noon. So it's a midday break. Maybe on your lunch break you can jump in and join us or call in for a quick question. Or when you get home from work that day, you're welcome to listen to it as it's always available once it's recorded. And as we always say, listening to it again or later, or whenever you have time, many messages come as much as you listen. So we're looking forward to seeing you all there, and we will definitely send a contact through our social media uh, coming shortly with more details about that to remind you. And I look forward to hearing from all of you then. Otherwise, I'm going to go ahead and hand it over to Dodie, who is going to wind us down and anchor us into a space of love, of course, to open ourselves up to the messages ahead of us. Dodie? Thanks, Leah. Hey, Laura. Well, let me tell you, that sounds really good, that lunchtime tap-in. So um, I'll be tapping in with you guys uh, on July 16th. <laughs> Wonderful. And, and just to experience that, that's so great. Thanks for adding another show. So, so on this evening of the new moon and on this evening of new possibilities, let's take a moment, all of us now, to connect with each other and connecting first through the breath Take a deep breath in through the nose, filling the belly, expanding the chest, breathing all the way into the shoulders, and letting that breath flow out, flow completely out. Taking another deep breath in now, expanding the belly, filling the chest, Breathing all the way into the shoulders. And let that breath roll out. And as the breath rolls out, settle. Settle into wherever it is you're sitting or laying. And take another deep breath in. Filling belly and chest and all the way into the shoulders. Complete and deep cleansing breath and release that breath and as you do settle a little more any amount is perfect and let the breath be easy now and natural guided by the wisdom of your own body moving in moving out and allow yourself to release to release any tension and as your body relaxes to open open at the heart open in the mind open and become expansive hold the image now of yourself in the middle of a glorious field this is a field where the grass is soft and it's swaying ever so gently by the slightest breeze and the movement of that breeze moves through the grass moves across your face and you feel yourself connected to that rhythm the rhythm of the grass moving and the breeze blowing and the space around you feels more and more and more expansive as you open your eyes you can see that all around you the space all around you as far as you can see this field extends and the sky that meets the field there's a deep twilight with no moon. Just a deep, exquisite indigo twilight. 
take a few moments and feel the expansiveness of your surroundings. Envision the twilight sky meeting the field. A picture of heaven and earth connecting right there at this horizon. And as you breathe in and breathe out, You draw that expansiveness into you. It seems as if you can just expand so far that you become part of that twilight sky, that there's no beginning and end between you and the expanse. Take a deep breath in, filling the belly and the chest all the way into the shoulders, bringing that expansive energy in deep within you. And breathe it all out again. And a deep breath in, bringing the expansive energy in and letting it out. And allow yourself to stay in the midst of this feeling of expansion. Completely limitless. Completely open to all that is and all that's coming forward for you now. Laura, I'll hold this over to you now for you to tap in in the beautiful way that you do. Thank you, Dodie. That was beautiful. Okay. So here we go. As you each join in this gathering, as you each add your energy to this field, You are expanding into the inspirational information as it is brought forth. And we want you to get this image in your mind. We want you to begin to see how this all works. How do you connect with a soul when it's no longer in physicality? And why can you? How can you? How is this possible? How is it that this human being that I once knew and loved so dearly that no longer exists in my physical presence can still communicate with me. We must begin with the idea that the physical body is merely a vessel for the divine energy that you are. It is that concept that many of you struggle with. It is that concept that you question, that you doubt when you look at yourself in the mirror and you see that physical structure and you identify with it, you know that your name is attached to that physical structure. And so that must be you. Yet you also know that beyond that physical structure is an ethereal energy that you recognize. That you have become accustomed to feeling and and working with, even if it is beyond your conscious recognition, how? You see, that's the thing. If you're moving about on this earth plane, then you are already working with your own soul. You're already working with your own energy. For without the energy, you could not exist. You could not animate this physical structure you could not be 
And so the idea that you communicate with those that are in spirit begins to become more practically understandable when you begin to accept that you are energy and that the body is just a vessel for that energy, for that energy that collects all of your experiences, all of your memories, holds on to all of your belief systems. It is not literally imprinted in your brain matter. It is not that you can open up the skull of a human being, look through the mind and see their belief systems and see their interpretations of life. The words are not present there. The images are not kept there. It's in the consciousness. It's in the energy that you are that these aspects of you exist. As you begin to ponder this idea and then you begin to ponder the idea that there are people that you've known that have left their body whose belief systems and interpretations of life still exist in that collective consciousness. As you ponder that concept, then you begin to expand into the idea that we're all connected that maybe, just maybe, it's that energy of consciousness that connects us. It is that field beyond physicality where the intuition is communicated. It is in that field beyond physicality that telepathy holds its space. It is in that field where all divine synchronicities begin. And that field is a part of your field, and your field is a part of that field, and that's where you want to begin to reflect on the idea that if you are energy, and energy is not confined to any one space, then your energy can move through the collective consciousness much like this channel where this human being sitting here in front of you is currently tapping into the collective consciousness, currently tapping into a high level of awareness of who we are and allowing that consciousness to stream through her physicality. That is how it is done. And many of you know that you've tapped into it yourself. Or maybe you feel that a loved one on the other side reached through it to touch you. How many of you have had those experiences where in a moment you feel the presence of someone you once knew, of someone who once left their body, where it is as if they are standing beside you, or it is as if they have just laid their hand on your shoulder? Breathe into your space the essence of who they are. And so often we dismiss it, don't we? We dismiss it as just a a desire from the mind. Something we think we created in our mind. And it's funny when we do that and we dismiss it. For there's a part of us that knows that it's coming from somewhere within. We just haven't identified the right area. And so you want to begin to see yourself as this. And you want to begin to see your loved ones as this. For at some point on this journey, you will all leave this physical body behind. And you know that. It is the only thing certain in this human experience. And so you really want to begin to think about that. You want to begin to think about what is it going to be like when it's your turn, when you actually leave this body, when you actually leave this planet, 
What is going to happen? Where will you go? And who will listen to you? Who will guide you? Who will assist you? And so many of you fear there will be nothing there. Fear there will be no one there. Fear that that you may not know the way. And although there are many, many books written from many different human beings interpreting what they believe to be the way, what they believe to be the experience of the afterlife, and each one holds its own truths. And the most magnificent thing about this entire experience is is it is a personal one. It is unique to the individual soul, just like the human experience. Unique to the individual soul. So is the transition. Although there are many similarities and there are many inclinations of the mind to define it in certain ways because of certain belief systems that we've been brought up with, But ultimately, the answer is simple. What happens when we leave our physical body is nothing and everything all at once. There is no moment of the experience where you stop. You do not stop. You simply shift. You do not lose your way. You simply need time to refocus. Because ultimately what you are doing when you leave the physical body is re-engaging your true form, your spiritual form, your essential nature. There's a wonderful way in the human experience now to give you a sense of it. Hmm... It has to do with pixels and how they can now create an image in your mind where you can see how things can just simply disintegrate and then come back together. And yes, we bring the image of, oh, what is that, Star Trek to your mind. Beam you up is what they would say, isn't it? And yes, that is wonderful way to think about exiting the physical world. You beam yourself up to your brilliance, to your truth. You reacquaint yourself with the energy that seemed so foreign to you in the physical. And as you do, you move through every aspect of your beingness. And that means so so much more than every lifetime you've ever existed in. But we'll leave it at that for now. You begin to feel a sense of recognition. You begin to feel something so familiar to you. And yet something that seems in that moment so foreign. until an energy overwhelms you, as many have put it in the physical, until the light takes you over, until the light itself blinds you of your physical nature and redefines how you perceive your beingness. For what occurs is the light shines so deeply into the essence of who you are that your energy begins to shine right back and your energy begins to say, yes, it's me, and yes, I'm home. It is that simple, dear ones. 
the fear that we have in the physical for this most wondrous experience limits the human being's ability to fully embrace what they are moving into. And it is what we are building up to here tonight. This idea that leaving the earth plane, that leaving your physical body, is truly a moment to be embraced, a moment to be perceived in the awe that it deserves. And not only by the individual taking that step, but all those that love that individual. And we again ask you to put yourself in that position to really begin to think about what will it be like for me. Don't wait until the moment before your transition to think about it. Think about it now. Who are you going to want by your side? When you are about to go on the most magnificent journey of this entire incarnation, when you are about to feel freer than you have ever felt in this lifetime, more loved than you can ever conceive of, who do you want sitting by your side? Is it the one that is sobbing in grief, begging you to stay? Or is it the hopeful one that knows, that knows you are going home, that knows that you are not going anywhere, that knows you are just shifting your perception of life, You are just now going to be seeing, experiencing, and knowing this physical world from a different point of view. As you ask these questions, ask yourself who you love enough to be that for. Who can you hold the candle for when they need the light? to assist them on their journey. And we will be more specific with that call to duty. When we say hold the candle, we want you to remember the image of the light being so overwhelming it shines within the human being so brilliantly that that human being's essential nature begins to shine right back. Well, you see, dear ones, you all have that light within you. And you all have the ability to shine it brighter with your intention, with your inclination to be light. And in your humanness, you ask, how do I be light? And we say, you join in spirit. You put your humanness to the side. And see this other as the beautiful, wondrous soul that they are, ready to embark on a new journey. You shine your light by reflecting their excitement back to them. By allowing them to feel entitled to be excited, to rejoin their truth. Oh, this is a difficult task we put upon you here tonight. This is the information human beings argue with in their own minds. Of course, you will miss that personality you have come so to love. But you see, dear ones, you do not have to, for the personality exists beyond the physical structure, and that's what we are here to tell you. That is who you are engaging in this moment, a group of personalities that exited the earth plane many, many lifetimes ago. 
that have chosen to exist here at this level of consciousness to reach you, to educate and enlighten you on what it's like once you're done with that physical world reality, once you leave that human condition and realize, my, oh my, that was just a game. And it is so small compared to the balance and remainder of who I am and what I've experienced as who I am. You see, there are many of you that don't want to admit that. For you have built a life that you are so proud of and so committed to that the idea of this being just a game somehow dismisses the purposefulness with which you've created that wonderful life. And in no way do we imply that. In no way do we mean to dismiss your efforts in this physical experience. When we say such a thing, we do so that you won't take it so seriously. So that you can step back from this life you've created and see it from a much broader perspective so you can realize that there's more to you than just what you've created in the physical. There's more to you than just what you do to fill your day and to earn your keep. There is this entire energetic side to you that the body, mind, and ego doesn't like to focus on too much. And yet it's time. It's time to bring it together. It's time for the body, mind, and ego to recognize the abundant potential that exists in the soulful side of you so that you can choose to bring that aspect more fully into the forefront of this human experience. And as you do so, as you choose so, you begin to reintegrate reintegrate your truth. And this is where the communication begins within you, between you and your soul, between you and the aspect of the collective consciousness that you feed. You open that doorway and you most certainly open the doorway to all of your loved ones in spirit that are waiting here to be recognized. And we put it to you that way for a reason, for a very profound purpose, so that you realize that someday that's going to be you sitting here in spirit, sitting right next to your loved ones, wanting so deeply to reach them, to connect with them, to remind them that you're here, to give them a sense of direction or to comfort them or to convey to them in some way the limitless nature of the energy that they are. For that is what happens, you know. Once you get here, you say, oh, I wish I knew. I wish I believed. I wish I opened my mind. I wish I had that more expansive experience. And I wish I did not deny all of those signs and signals my loved ones were trying to give me. This is our truth, dear ones. And this is what you came to hear. There is an aspect of you that that has asked us to bring this forward so that you can integrate it in your mind so that it can begin to expand in your understanding who you are, what you are, and why you are. Feels like there's more, Leah, but I, I don't know. I'm getting a little kind of break here. Well, I just 
I have to say, though, because on any given uh, evening that we do a broadcast, it's always spontaneous, and I never know what's coming. But for tonight, for some reason, <laughs> I'm a little caught off guard by the direction of the channel. And I, and I, and I don't say that ever, really, even though it's always spontaneous. And I, I think I bring this to this space, and maybe I'm relating to our listeners here, but it's true that when we start to talk about death and we start to talk about our loved ones who have passed over and the other side and that experience of the very spiritual aspect of living, it asks us to step out of our ego. Because right away... I'm a very spiritual person, but you can automatically step into a space that, you know, well, I'm no ghost hunter or I, you know, I don't talk to spirit. I, you know, I'm here, I'm physical, and we can get lost in our mind and how we interpret, like, the spiritual aspect of living. And it asks a lot of us to step outside our ego and allow ourselves to really connect to spirit and the fact that every one of us does pass over and that spirit is always around us. And to honestly step into that state of consciousness and inspire ourselves to connect to it. It's definitely a, a large request, just like the channel said. Like, we're asking this of you. You've asked it of yourself. And I just wanted to put that out there because I even experienced that as you were talking about it. And I thought that it was beautiful how they brought it back around to be the light, you know, and you hold the candle and you do ask yourself yourself to step out of ego and, and be honest and connect to your light and share your light with others and, and really allow spirit to be more, um, more a part of your experience on a daily basis, which I personally am working on as well to consciously connect to that more often in my life, not just to believe it, but to work with it continually. And I just want to maybe address, like maybe the channel uh, can go into this a little bit more, but it, it is almost discomforting, I think, for a lot of people to talk about this uh, aspect of life and um, the fear that arises from it and uh, the ego that resists it. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe, maybe the channel can address um, how we can work with finding comfort as we face these fears and these resistances as we really try and take ourselves to a place of spirit that we maybe necessarily haven't before. Mm-hmm. Okay, of course it is uncomfortable, dear Leah, for it is something that the human being doesn't want to fully admit, fully embrace, or fully deal with. It brings about a tremendous amount of questions when we go here, and so many of you would rather dismiss this conversation completely, but we are going to put it to you again. What about when it's your turn? What about you, dear Leah? Let me put it to you this way. When it is your turn and you are here in spirit and all of the family that you've left behind, all of the friends that have known who you are in this lifetime and how important it is to you to connect beyond this physical reality, when they dismiss your signs and they shut the door on you, how will you feel? When you are at the end of this experience, Who do you want sending you off? Can you feel the heaviness of those grieving you before you even leave? Can you feel how heavy that is as an energy to your brilliant spirit that is looking to get lighter and lighter? When we put it to you that way, can you feel that? And when you consider that, does it open your mind at all to considering how to shift the way you interpret this entire point, to shift the way you feel about this subject? I'm going to put it to you, Leah, for a second. I definitely, just by that response, like visualizing myself go going through that and then looking back to my friends and family, and what I've always asked of them to begin with was to celebrate, 
to celebrate me rather than mourn me, although it is natural to do so, but to really push for that. But I, I definitely felt how thrilling and exciting it was to be celebrated and to, and it wasn't that I was gone. I wasn't gone. I was just seeing my friends and family from a different perspective, I guess you could say, from a different reality, a different space of energy. Like, you know, you said you teleported back to your original energetic mm-hmm. being or whatever it is, and I was I was witnessing them. And as I saw them rejoice and not feel as though they had lost me, but that I had shifted to a different a different way of being and that I was still with them and that they knew that, that definitely was a very joyful emotion. Okay, now listen to this. Now take it to another level, dear Leah. Now, as you consider this, consider those that you are close with that are willing to see you in this light and imagine the build-up being this excitement that you are going to begin a new way of communicating, that you are going to journey into uncharted territories and you are going to try to play the game from both hemispheres. <laughs> Think of I, that engagement, if you will. Think of the idea of being able to communicate beyond the veil and think of that as an exciting adventure that you are taking together. Is it possible? Is it possible to shift the way human beings view this transitional process so that we can begin to embrace it as such? For you realize, dear one, that when a loved one leaves their physical body, you are still energetically tied to them. But when you take yourself to those deep grief emotions, you pull your frequency away. As theirs elevates, yours declines. And you separate. Do you see that? And there's that deep feeling of loss. Now imagine it differently and imagine if you can embrace this and honor their re-entry point. And imagine that you can get, I'm sorry, that they, or that you each can get excited about this new hurdle that exists between you so that you can begin to feel purposeful in your movements to overcome any perceived sense of distance. Imagine it as a game, hmm. just as the game of life. A new way to discover our true potential, for that is what this physical world is about. We move through our experiences. We come up to our challenges to discover our true potential. And what is more challenging than this? To the body, mind, and ego that relies solely on the five senses, this idea of communicating beyond the physical. Is seemingly impossible. And when the impossible becomes possible, It sets the bar higher, doesn't it? If we've got this far, what can we do next? Well, let's think about it. Let's think about it from a big picture point of view. Now imagine if this entire generation takes this information and says, okay, we're going to go with it. We are going to now celebrate the moment of reentry for all souls leaving physicality. And yes, we choose these words wisely. We are not saying celebrate death because death already has such a negative attachment. Point of reentry, that is your truth. When the space shuttle returns, we celebrate at the point of reentry. We celebrate. They made it home. If this entire generation takes up this task and says, we will be the ones, and we do it, and we begin to embrace the transitions as if they are just 
a moment of redirection, just as if your loved one moved to another country and you have to find a new way to communicate with them. And they get to share with you all that they are experiencing in this new world. And you expand because of their experiences. Think of it as this. And then know that it's reciprocated. That you then share with them your experiences. And they expand because of your experience. Because life continues and you have new experiences and new challenges, maybe challenges that they themselves had not experienced, but now because of your connection and through your willingness to share, they too grow because of you and your experiences and your willingness to find a way to communicate them to them. When we bring it to you like that, does it take the sting away? Can you begin to soften in your mind the rigidity you have on what it means to die? Can we begin to see the truth of this experience, that this is not all there is to you, to us, to our journeys together? Laura, for me, it's interesting because I went from, you know, originally seeing it as if I was passing over and then looking back to my friends and family. And then as you went into this response, um, I I moved into the space of actually having to let go. And it's it's difficult, right, because we're programmed generation after generation to wear black and to grieve and to mourn and to experience separation and disparity and these experiences. And it's in, it's embedded in our experience. You know, um, I'm 31 years old and, and I've been to many funerals and it's something that we're taught from a young age. So it's, it is a hard shift, even though they have beautiful words to, to support our, our way of seeing it and inspire it to change. It, it is beautiful. But I think what, I also really connected to, which the channel did mention earlier, actually, was to do it for the other one passing over. Because when I when I envisioned myself passing over and I was so filled with joy as I saw everyone celebrate my life and still feel connected to me because I knew I was still connected to them. I was there. I was there with them. You know, so them feeling connected to me felt so good. But if I could then flip back to the person sitting there and, and know, well, you know, if I can just feel connected to them because I'm doing it for them. It's like you take me out of me, if that makes any sense. Like you take the the self, you know, that ego ownership mm-hmm. of who you are and how you're grieving for your loss, and you actually you put the other person first, like who's passing over. And I suppose that's what they mean, really, or maybe making it back around here to holding the candle and being the light for the person. Like who do you love enough to do that for? Like I can Ooh. separate myself from my, my own experience of grieving that I've been, you know, trained over the years to have and for the sake of their soulful, blissful experience that's transitioning right now, offer them joy. You know, like it's a, it was like inspiring to see it that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Which was really cool. And I think about that too, that like from the youngest age, it's interesting because it makes me think of uh, this morning driving to school with my children. I have a five-year-old and a three-and-a-half-year-old and we're driving to school, and, and I forgot what happened, but all of a sudden I felt the presence of my grandmother, and we called her Dodo. And I said to my children, I said, you know, do you feel the presence of anybody in spirit with you right now? And, and they look at me, and I'm like, how about Dodo, like my grandmother? And they're like, yes, yeah, we, we do, we feel it, you know. And so I started talking to them about it, and I was just like, and I felt, you know, just like tingling sensations all through my body. And I was like, do you guys feel that tingling, energetic feeling in your body? I was like, that's you know, she's giving us a hug of embrace energetically. And they're like, yeah, we feel it. And they got, like, all excited. And they said, hi, Dodo. Like, watch us, watch <laughs> over us at school, watch over us at school today, you know. And we just kind of put it out there to maybe from a very young age, like, share with my children the comfort of feeling connected to our loved ones that are still with us in spirit um, rather than teaching them the uh, – mentality of separation. You know yeah. what I mean? You see, yeah. you see, dear Leah, this is why we bring it forth. So those like you can begin to 
integrate this kind of understanding. That is what you are doing with your children, and that is why it is so important to begin, to begin now to shift in us what we want, shift in these next generations. This is how it's going to work, and like you said, it's not going to be an overnight shift. Many of you can go with us with this. Many of you are feeling the truth of it and wondering why it has not been put forth in this way before. And it has. We want to make sure you understand there are certain cultures in this world that still honor the dying process as a most glorious transition. There are many that do celebrate. It's just not in your culture. It's just not in this westernized society. And you must ask yourself, why? What shifted? What changed? Why, when we moved into this more advanced culture, did we take on this interpretation of leaving the earth plane. Hmm. We will leave you with that to ponder, but we want to also bring to light that this, what we put forth here in no way dismisses the grieving that a human being is entitled to experience. We do not scold any human being for grieving. We do not in any way judge any sense of loss. What we are doing here is bringing to light a different way of viewing what it is you dread, what it is you fear, what it is you all hope you will never have to deal with and all inevitably will. We want to bring you the comfort now, prior to the moment, We want to alleviate the fears. We want you to understand that there is nothing beyond this life but you. You, in the energy of consciousness that you were born from, embraced by all those, all those you know and love. You must remember that in the energy of spirit is a higher aspect of each and every one of you that exists on the earth plane. Hmm. So as you are grieving your loved one who has left their body, if you have it in you to bring this information to the forefront of your awareness, you will find that the sting of grief is lessened with the idea that an aspect of you, the higher aspect of you, is already re-engaging your loved one on the other side. Hmm. Well, I I love it. Yeah, that's a good interpretation. Laura, I just, this is Dodie, I just got to say, that was just a glorious gift that you brought forward. And I thank you very much. I hope that so many more people who are listening to this forward this to other people to listen to. Because I think, you know, having experienced, you know, many loved ones transitioning through the years, um, this is a very freeing, loving exchange that you brought forward tonight. And I just love the way they ended it with not admonishing the grievers, but instead giving an invitation to begin to allow ourselves to feel differently when a loved one transitions. Really well, beautiful. and even, Dodie, even as you're saying that, I'm thinking about what exactly they said, which is that a higher aspect of you is already there embracing them. That's so, right. I mean, that, just that concept alone baffles the mind enough to to lighten up the grief. Because if you really try to think of you being there, embracing them at their reentry point, it's just... Yeah, you're already waiting on the other side as well. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Exquisite. Right. Thank you. To pull, to pull yourself up to your higher self, you know, and, and that's a constant quest. 
right, as a spiritual conscious speaker. So Yeah, Leah, that's great, but that's exactly what that thought challenges you to do. Right. Which is why they say if you have it in you in that moment to bring this up to yourself. It's like you're challenging yourself to step it up. Right. And definitely to to, um, go over once again that in in no way is it ever to uh, cast guilt or wrongness on any choice of experience, you know, I do know on the conscious journey you can hold yourself to something that resonates with you and it sounds fabulous and then when it all comes down to it, it's sometimes hard to walk the road you set out to and and you will, you know, possibly fall into grieving or or to whatever the other energies are that are are natural for us and our human form and and to embrace that as well, uh, the natural movement we go through, through emotions and, and reality, mm-hmm. uh, because I, I know that that's very important on the journey to be patient with yourself as you hold yourself, you know, to want to inspire, to connect to your higher self and celebrate the passing of someone, but allow yourself the journey of integrating it if that's your path. Mm-hmm. Okay. They want to say something on the grief again? We want to clarify um, this grieving process, or rather what we see as a healthy way of grieving. For grief is a natural process in the human experience. When an aspect of you separates from you, and that's what you see it as, of course you feel as though you're missing something. You feel as though you lost something. Isn't that what people say? Sorry for your loss. And so that is certainly a very real experience for the human being and we do not want you to dismiss it we do not want you to judge it as negative we do not want you to attach any of that negativity to it if you feel that you want to grieve then you allow yourself to grieve you embrace your grief process and then you move through it dearly you see the issue is when people begin to be defined by the grief when they take on the grief as a part of their identity, and they no longer can invest themselves fully in life because they are still feeling as though they are missing something or they have lost something. You see, that is where we want you to focus. That is what we are trying to do here is shift that, where we begin to see grief as an emotion that we move through as easily as the pain when we get hurt. If you scrape your knee, it hurts. You cry. You put a Band-Aid on it, and you move on. You don't hold on to that once hmm, once the wound is healed. And you see, many of you will sit back and say, well, the wound is not healed. I still miss my dear loved one. And what we will say to you is then open up to hear them because they're trying to reach you. Mm. But if you're only looking at this as a separation, you cannot see beyond that, can you? That is why we bring you this information, to give your mind someplace else to look once the grieving process is not so overwhelming, once you can challenge yourself to rise above it. And that is what we ask of you, for that is what you want. You do not want to live or exist in grief. No one here wants to identify themselves as the grief, as the grief in this society. And the way to move beyond it is to allow it to heal. And the way you allow it to heal is to embrace the truth that that soul never left. They just re-engaged their truth. Okay. That's perfect. That's perfect. Thank you, Laura, so much for your words of wisdom channeled for us tonight and Dodie for guiding us into this space. As always, it was a fabulous experience. And I, I just want to say, uh, although it may have had some intense vibrations like this topic, we really hope that you leave us tonight feeling elevated and inspired uh, to move forward and connect to spirit and, and shift the way we experience uh, many things in life, not just the passing over of, of close friends and family members, but every way we perceive our life, we can shift how we see it and elevate our vibration and connect to our higher selves. So we hope you leave us tonight feeling elevated and inspired in that way. It's Friday. It's a new moon. Set some goals. Have a glass of wine, a bottle of water. Relax, whatever you do. 
enjoy yourselves, and thanks for tuning in. We'll see you on our next broadcast, which will be July 25th, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, as always, for a live channel. And once I mentioned, or I had mentioned, on Wednesday, July 16th at noon, we're going to do our first call-in broadcast, which we will send more details soon. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Talk to you soon. Thank you, Leah. Thank you, Laura. Thank you. Bye. Bye.